Be careful who you call ugly in middle school. Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Nobody's ever called me ugly in middle school and lived to tell about it. <laughs> Dude, I was pretty hideous in middle school. I was the kid who had glasses and braces and I had some pimples and I was like a nerd and wore like nerdy clothes and was in the chess club. Nobody was good looking in middle school. That's not yeah. true. I was thinking back and I basically would develop a crush on anybody who would talk to me. It doesn't matter what they looked like. I was just like, oh, that's the best thing is a girl talking to me. <laughs> that's me right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> middle school sucked. Oh yeah, middle school was the worst. Like you were, got weird boners and stuff. Yeah, and there was no. all these things that you thought like nobody else was doing the same thing, and like you you were afraid somebody was gonna like, like you would wear a new shirt and be like, wow, I hope nobody thinks my shirt is brown the color of poop, and then I'll be poop boy for the rest of my life. <laughs> wait a second, and everything's ruined. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. What's the most embarrassing place you've ever gotten a boner? Uh, I don't know. Class, church, um, <laughs> Pope's house, just the dinner table. Yeah, <laughs> at a flaccid wiener contest. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Johnny, we, you can do it. We should. We should probably introduce our guest, right? <laughs> nah, they get it. Uh, Cody, well, what's the weirdest place you ever had a boner? <laughs> the first question we always ask. Yeah. You know, I think it had to do with that one time uh, Dave was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking so cute. Couldn't help it. I know, I feel you. Yeah. Middle school is when I started wearing glasses and I just thought, oh, nobody's ever going to look at me ever again. Uh, weird way to, to welcome you, but <laughs> Cody Freedom, King of Ska, Duke of Connecticut, Pokemon enjoyer, and old roommate of mine. How are you? I'm great. How are all of you? Very excited and happy. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, I've been telling so many people today about being on a podcast with my friends. And they were like, is it a good one? And you're <laughs> like, like, if you like dick jokes. <laughs> hey, that's, you that's the best way to say it. has gotten boners before. Mm. Oh, that's when yeah. I got the weirdest boner. It was all the time that Sarah's talking about Klefki. Just get that going. <laughs> um, so shiny. And you damn, we got that shit out of the way early, huh? Into locks. And you twist. And then mm. the locks open. Wait, say it slower, Peter, please. Just how sex works. You stick it in and then you twist. <laughs> well, Cody. There was a... There was a Jeff Foxworthy joke like that. <laughs> I still remember it. He's like, women, they're, they're, you know, they're really hard in the beginning. But after 20 years of marriage, you're, it's just like opening your gym locker. It's three to the left and 15 to the right <laughs> and seven to the left and open sesame. And everybody goes, woo! <laughs> <laughs> or if you uh, if you leave it unlocked, a senior will steal it and throw it out the window on the bus on the way home. You might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, 
everyone. No, don't be sorry. That's what we do here. So, Cody, like yes. we ask every single guest after we describe their erections, <laughs> we want to know what has been your Pokemon journey and what is your history with Pokemon? Oh, man, I have had a traumatic experience since fifth grade. Uh, or it started in fifth grade. I got accused of stealing someone's Pokemon cards that I definitely didn't steal and had to give back oh, cards that I didn't steal. That That's happened okay. to me too. The statute of limitations over, right? You're, you're yes, old enough. Yes, I didn't. Okay. I didn't steal them. I didn't. I didn't either. Look, look, look. Someone else might have and then stream. traded them to me. Oh, okay. The story keeps changing. What <laughs> cards were they? Uh, I think one of them was like a, they were, they were so dumb. It was like a Nidorina or something. Like that. Like, <laughs> didn't even right. matter. It wasn't anything good. Fuck uh, that kid. But yeah, I you're also, just like, I'm this, not stealing your dumb cards. The same year I was at recess and I was, uh, finally at Giovanni. And so, uh, I paused the game cause we had to go in and that's when I learned how long double A batteries last for. And I, Aww. It was oh. like had I was at like the Nita Queen or something like that and just like died. So uh. after that, it's been all great. After, but that was a uh, <laughs> very the beginning. So what you're saying is Nita Queen's evolutions have just fucked you. They yeah. just everything having to do with Nita Nidoran female has just been bad. Yeah, it's all about the breastplate, right? That's too hard. Hit me in the head, and I tried a motorboat. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a Nita Queen. You have a Nidoqueen Queen oh, one? On. I have a oh, Nidoqueen Queen right now in my, my run through and pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, oh, yeah I never really great. get to them that much. Uh, that's like a post-game thing for me, which is kind of related to this episode. We'll get there. Uh, also, I had another thing. I got up to 148 in my first red cartridge. And all I needed was like Kabutops and someone else. And someone stole my Game Boy and red cartridge. So, uh, no. Kind of like everyone else here, the only game that I've completely finished the decks in, besides Sarah, who's crazy with deck stuff, uh, <laughs> is Let's Go Eevee. That's the only one I ever completed mm-hmm. a whole deck. Oh, that's in. nice. I've never completed the decks. I think well, I got really? yeah. I think I got closest in uh, Sun. Sun was the closest I ever got to completing the... Which is nuts, because that one still had, like, 600 in it or something, right? Like, damn. Yeah, but that was that was just the uh, the Alolan decks, not the, the oh. extended decks, yeah. I'm waiting for them to come out with uh, Pokemon Father to, <laughs> to go with Sun. <laughs> That's are a you, dumb joke, and I are you it. Are you winning, Sun? <laughs> No, Dad. They accused me of theft again. That's it. I'm gonna go play Pokemon Daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, stepdad. Um. Yeah. They. Uh, I had somebody accuse me of stealing a Charizard card, and then they found it in the back seat of their mom's van. Just like after they, they got your Cody. copy. Uh. No. No. Okay. They. And then I had uh, actually somebody steal from me. I. I had. My first edition base set polyrath taken from me outside. My, uh, they took it out of my desk in the fourth grade, and then in the sixth grade, I ha- uh, seventh grade, I had a Bellossum, a Lugia, and an Ampharo stolen from me. Oh man! Yeah, people suck. And then I hate all these robbers. My entire Game Boy Color and Pokemon Gold were also stolen from me. Oh my god. Yeah, that sucks. 
Dude, I'm going to chain all the shit you own to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that, that's why, I mean, you, you fool me a couple of times. Now, if somebody so much as touches one of my Pokemon cards without my permission, I actually kill them. I've heard about that murder that you do. <laughs> yeah. Death by I, Charizard? I say go Nido Queen. Just uh, breast your breasts together and choke them. That's a move. And then they die. Double slap. Uh, <laughs> you guys see uh, like those like memes where women will have like a just like a bug on on the desk or like a table they're eating food at and they just take their whole ass titty and just like do a 360 with it and slap the bug on the table i'm confused is it their ass or their titty is it is an <laughs> ass their, titty their one whole butt cheek titty their whole titty they take oh. one tit titties ass titties <laughs> ass ass titties titties ass and titties you're gonna have to send me some links sarah <laughs> okay i have to find this online because it's like so aggressive i've never seen someone react to killing a bug with their tit like ow like the woman that crushes the cans with her boob that type yeah of what Damn. the fuck is that shit man they're weaponizing everything these days <laughs> dude woman's gotta do what a woman's gotta do these days am i right yeah. I guess so you're the only one on here. Yeah. I uh <laughs> Well, is that so? I don't know. Yeah, I saw I the so. uh <laughs> the meme the other day. It was like uh it's it's so annoying that I'm not smart enough to be a software engineer because that's the only other way to make money other than uh show my boobs on the internet and I'm like, "Oh, that's so sad." That I'm really like, is. Sign up for Peter's uh daycare titties OnlyFans of Paige. I, I wanted to make an OnlyFans uh, when Dave was uh, calling all creeps, asking people to be the official OnlyFans of, uh, of the podcast. The, yeah. Of the podcast. We just wanted to give free promotion because we thought it'd be cool to have the official OnlyFans of yeah. the podcast. But Back no then, I didn't know what OnlyFans was, so I'm like, shit, I'll sign up for it. Yeah, and that then... was pre-pandemic <laughs> joke, OnlyFans jokes? No, this, yeah. was, this was during... Oh, oh, that was during not, pandemic. Not calling but... all creeps was done before the pandemic, but never mind. We hit our stride. We we made it to the end then. Yeah. You know, there was a special episode that came out. But anyways, that's the wrong podcast. Wrong <laughs> podcast. This podcast, we have a special guest. It's you. And now we ask the other question. Um, how's your day? Uh, no, we <laughs> Do ask... you believe in God? Yeah. <laughs> no. Why? Right. Why Magikarp? Um, there's... <laughs> Literally nobody cares about this Pokemon. Uh, I chose this Pokemon because Rusty took Golduck, which I also wanted to do because nobody cares about Psyduck. Uh, but except for I think Rusty. That, yeah, except for <laughs> Rusty. You. I mean, not and to. You. I mean, I just like those these Pokemon because they're kind of like the underdogs, and then mm-hmm. they evolve into this really badass thing, and they're kind of the butt of the joke in the games and the the various different games, not just the mainline games and the animes oh, yeah. and stuff. And it's kind of cool to have this, like, I don't know, it's kind of like all of us. We're, it's a nerdy, annoying person that turns into a badass. Uh, Hell yeah. I can't wait till I turn into a badass. <laughs> but yeah, I was mentioning uh, the other day, and you guys were like, shut up, save it for the podcast. Uh, no, I usually go for, I think my favorite's actually the, the Pidgey or the Pidgey clones, you know, because that's actually the most used type that I have. 
like flying and it ends up getting a lot of HMs or something. And the workhorse, the fly is just such a good move anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I really like magic carp too, because in the same sense, like literally does nothing in Pokemon snap and it's just a joke. Uh, Oh, it's so hard to get a picture of. So every level though, I don't. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. Like there's got to be something that will make it evolve into a Gyarados or something. But I never figured it out yet. Is this but, the Switch one? I haven't played that yeah, one the yet. Yeah, the Switch one. Because it's pretty the, deep. So good. In the N64 one, he's also in every single level. Yeah, except for the final level. That's the only one he's missing. But that's like a Mew boss that's, fight. Yeah, Mew only. Which, by the way, that is now on the Switch Virtual Console. Wait, what? It, yeah, the original Pokemon Snap is now on uh, oh, the yeah. N64 Virtual Console. If you guys, I'm so want to excited play. to play it because I've never played the actual um, Pokemon Snap original. They did a speed run of it on uh, SGDQ, and it was actually one of my favorite runs That's this cool. year. How long was it? Uh they were doing a uh, like a high points category where they had to uh, get at least I think it was like 750,000 points in photos so seven and a half inches hard seven and a half <laughs> inches hard uh attainable <laughs> an unattainable goal um and I I don't know it probably took them like 35 minutes or something like that Damn, wow. that's, that's pretty I've, good for an on rails game you know like there's yeah. only so yeah. fast you can go right I'm doing a special uh, percent where it's a you were close percent. It's who can get to Professor Oak saying you were close faster. (laughs) Oh, you probably do that like two seconds in, right? You go into the first uh, stage, you take a bad picture, you uh, quit out immediately, and then you submit the one picture and he says you are close and you're done. But he's such a nice guy. Right off the bat, he doesn't want to discourage your photography career. So he might just throw you a wonderful... (laughs) Because that's oh. just who he is. That's, and that's just the t- man that, Professor Rook is. That's a time loss. Uh, that's, <laughs> that sucks. It's the RNG. Um, what was I going to say? How do you, uh, Cody, how do you feel about Feebass? Uh, I think Feebass at least has a... Like, it's more interesting to look at. With It's like... Isn't that the one with the teeth and the spots and the weird eyes and stuff like yeah. that? It's not just a straight up... Uh, goldfish koi fish type of thing it's a little little more interesting yeah he's a little bit stronger he can learn tms so i haven't gotten too much with them like that's the thing is so magikarp for me is i don't even at this point in my my pokemon uh tenure i don't even go for the old rod anymore until post game when i'm trying to maybe uh when I think I'm going to start filling out the decks and then stop but i first thing i do is i get the old rod catch a magikarp and then put that first and just wait for 10 years until I can uh, evolve that into Gyarados. Yeah. In my most recent playthrough of uh, Blue, I uh, I skipped that fishing guru and I just bought the magic carp from the Shady Salesman. Oh, see, I'm not as a... Uh, I don't remember where every single secret thing is and the things you can trade for or buy and stuff, so I don't... I'm not a speedrunner. I forgot <laughs> yeah. to re- write down. How, how much is the magic carp? Five hundred dollars. That's that's a rip not off. That, that's not that bad. Wait, yeah. how much For is a Magikarp? Pokeball? How much is a Pokeball though? Three. Like two hundred and fifty, I thought. Yeah. Is it two fifty in the so, game? I don't know. I felt like it was more than that. 
really what you're doing is you're getting uh magic card for 250 and you're getting the 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 pokeballs the for like 250 right that makes so sense. if you miss twice then you may as well just bought it yeah or if you miss once excuse me uh, why can't i like i can't visualize how much a pokeball is in my head i think it's so i i don't you know we're, we're i think I it's a, a, i think right it's here. 200 yeah, we're doing it's our dex quest. I think it's 200 or 250. We're doing our Pokedex quest in the Gen 1 game. And I remember right now I am really, really struggling with the money stuff because I'm really early on and I don't have enough money to buy a Pokeball. And I think I have 170 Poke Dollars right now. Wait, I just <laughs> tried to figure out how much a Pokeball costs and I found out there's a Pokeball... Uh cryptocurrency <laughs> stop really it's not worth anything anymore since november what? 2021 but uh no way but the magic card's like, still holding strong at 500 this pokeballs. website's telling me that a pokeball is worth a six hundredth of a cent <laughs> what the actual fuck See, i hate this place i'm the only smart person i took all of my ethereum and converted it into cole's cash <laughs> Everyone will be laughing after, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it's that bad. The thing is, like, I used to buy it because I'm like, now I'll have an early Magikarp, but you could basically catch Magikarp directly after that. Like, it's not like it's that early in the game that it changes anything, right? Yeah, but there's no point in getting a Magikarp that early because it takes forever for it to level up. It might as well forever. wait until you can just go to the Elite Four and just power through and get some more experience for that and evolve it quicker you know yeah that's why i wait to the end game because i have more options and there's more grass or you know just go through the elite four and power up everyone until you get everyone back to 100 level (laughs) yeah yeah i mean if you're trying to fill the decks but if you want to bring it with you i mean along with the journey yeah but. I just I just want to be that fisherman that you fight in every game that just sends out six magic carps against you yeah. and it takes like ten minutes to kill me. And, and then just like, like oh, I'll get you next time. Damn, Magikarp can't cut it, kid. At least Magikarp <laughs> doesn't have moves like Harden, which just makes the match last even longer. Oh my god, it's painful. If I hey. see one more Metapod in my game, <laughs> I might I might I might not make it through the Pokedex quick quest y'all i i might not make it my metapod you're way at beat, the beginning my metapod beat my bra dude i'm so <laughs> spoiled i am so spoiled how long do you games? think until we uh get from facebook a little bed you can sit in and be in vr world called the metapod Ooh. <laughs> tm Yo, tm zuckerberg it only costs like a hundred bucks for that idea, okay? So. Yeah, he's listening to us right now. Sarah, why are you spoiled? Oh my gosh, because experience share? Man. Oh yeah. Man, what a luxury in the Pokemon world. Because um, I caught a Pikachu. Um, its name is Fupachu. Mm. And um, I caught it at like level four or something like that. And what does and- Fupachu stand for? Um, fat upper pussy Pikachu or fat upper. Yeah. Fat upper pussy Pikachu area. <laughs> Foo-poo pee. Foo-poo pee. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but dude, it's taken me so fucking long to like level up this Pokemon 
or this Pikachu to be at least remotely close to the rest of them. And I'm just like, dude, this is so painful. And yeah, I well, back seeing... in our days, we had to train oh. our Pokemon uphill both ways uh, no. and through the snow. So, I know. Uh, I'm so. I told you, I'm you spoiled. Know what it's like, yeah. Sarah, can I can I tell you something <laughs> that uh, is both going to interest you and also horrify you? Yeah. There is an experience share in the game. But later uh, on, right? Later on, you have to have uh, like I don't know, 50, 70 pokemon in the pokedex in order to get it okay and instead of it uh helping you in any way it was my most hated item in the game because it takes in in the current games your lead pokemon will get full experience and Mm -hmm. all of your uh side pokemon will get half experience Mm -hmm. uh like not like everybody gets half of your lead Pokemon's experience, I think. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, depending on what their experience curve is. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, Red, Blue, Yellow, uh, you have to mash through text that's uh, the experience is cut exactly in sixth, and you have to mash through Pikachu got yes. 42 experience, Metapod got 42 experience, yes. Metapod grew to level six. Uh, Ghastly got 42 experience. Uh, yeah. Bulbasaur got 42 experience. And it just is not worth it. Bulbasaur yeah, so- learned a leech seed. Leech seed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I used to, when I did have to use experience share, like I would just go out with like three of them or like two guys just being yeah. like, it's just like, oh, it looks like Charizard's taking Magikarp out hunting. <laughs> <laughs> See what it was like back the in the world. day, Sarah? You're so lucky. Yeah. You guys are so slow with your uh, Pokedex uh, catching a mall challenge that I beat uh, and I'm 20 hours into uh, Pokemon Shield and all the DLC. Uh, So, just so you know, I am hitting the 20 hour mark probably within a couple days. Uh, But I think I have already spent maybe six hours or more just in the game corner. Because I said I'm beating this game legit, and I am. I just turned on my game. I currently have 6,137 credit at the Rocket Game Corner so that I can officially, and without cheats or hacks or glitches, get myself my 9,999 credit (laughs) Porygon. The only way to get that motherfucker in this game. I've never done it this way. But I, I learned so insane. much about the game corner. I think you're insane because what I would do is simply uh, kill the elite four 20 times, get all their money, and just buy coins. I'm I'm not going to gamble. Not fake gambling, playing... not real gambling. Yeah. I just, the Bible says no, so I, I, <laughs> I, I don't go. He has hey. been gambling in Pokemon for the last two days. Is it still gambling <laughs> if I always win? <laughs> I guess not. No, there's there's actually like ways to kind of beat it. But we could talk about that on another on the Porygon episode. I'll discuss my findings with Peter, the algorithm. I've just been going so slow on the game because I can't find a second to play it. And yeah. It makes me very upset because I want to play this this freaking game. Like I really want to play it. But every time I, I have an opportunity, I'm so tired that I just end up falling asleep. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, 
I love first generation. Now playing through Shield again, I have like such a, a bigger appreciation for the the current gens too. Oh, I definitely do for the new gens, man. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm a spoiled gal over here. I still need to beat Eevee, and I still need to play Arceus, and I still need to open up my Pokemon Snap. Oh, Arceus! Arceus is my favorite Pokemon. And I need game. to play BDSP as well. Oh yeah, B I barely got into that. Uh, BDSP, BD which one's that? BDSM. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, uh, brilliant diamond shining oh, oh. pearl. Yeah, I'm only like a. Uh in the first town on that the same thing with what sarah's been saying is i try to play it when i get home and then i'm like it's like reading a book sometimes i'm just like mm -hmm. 20 minutes later i'm like uh maybe i should go to sleep yeah i love cynthia that's why i need to play that <laughs> but he's a really cool dancer yeah the tidbit related to that a little bit later too so nice 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 well we oh, should yeah. start with magic harp i think we're like half an hour in i think it's time we start <laughs> oh, that's talking usually about that's usually what we do, right? Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. We just chill for a little bit, and then we go hard. We'll hit Magic Card right for now. a couple minutes, and then we can really go hard on Gyarados, because that's more uh, interesting. <laughs> no, yeah, Magic because, Card rules. Magic Card, well, I think we'll talk about more. I just feel bad for Magic Card, because, dude, that Pokedex shits on it. Oh, like, yeah. It's so really funny. shits on it. Very cruel. I mean, uh, unusual, and it just it just like as it goes on, it just gets worse and worse. So the very first Pokedex entry was in the distant past. It was somewhat stronger than the horribly weak descendants that exist today. So that's that's in red and blue. And then it just gets progressively progressively worse. So we have in gold an underpowered, pathetic Pokemon. It may jump high on rare occasions, but never makes it more than seven feet. Okay. Then cool. we go to Ruby. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. We go to Ruby and it says, Magikarp is a pathetic excuse for a Pokemon <laughs> that is yeah. only capable of flopping and splashing. So, that's I mean. That's what it, most fish do anyway. Yeah. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And then I just was like, okay, it can't get much worse than this, right? And then you get to Legend Arceus. A feeble, pitiful imbecile of a Pokemon that is nonetheless very hardy. Unperturbed by uh, uh, turbid water, it can be found living in all sorts of places. It's like, damn, like this Pokedex is going in and farther in and just shoving this knife farther down uh, Magikarp's throat. Like, ooh. Yeah. I saw the Scarlet uh, Pokemon Pokedex for it, and I heard that it was going to be like, this Pokemon's so pathetic because it really likes the band Creed. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got sneak preek into scarlet and violet yeah yeah man i mean uh scott stapp showed me <laughs> and i heard he that he has that he told me to too when we were hanging out and uh doing kickflips together yeah i heard scott stapp actually is the one who created magikarp that's why it's so lame <laughs> no he has a he did um arms wide open pokemon which we all know is machamp uh my favorite pokedex entry it it's changed by one word it's diamond so it is it is said to be the world's weakest pokemon no one knows why it has managed to survive the keyword <laughs> is why 
And it's kind of like, let's say like a building fell down or blew up and then you got out of there. Normally it's how it would be. No one knows how it managed to survive. But imagine if like you like came back and they're like, oh, my God, how did you survive? That whole statement becomes so different when you're like, why did you survive? Like, why even bother? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's so fucking rude. I mean, nowadays, the world is so shitty. I mean, if you if you could get like smushed by a building, I think, you know, why did you survive? might have a positive connotations and this is just like this is literally the encyclopedia being like why the fuck don't you just kill yourself like (laughs) it's so messed up it's just like oh my god it's just that one word it's the why yeah they consistently refer to magikarp as like the weakest pokemon but i have a list here of pokemon that are actually base stat wise much weaker than magikarp let's Uh, hear it routes wormpole Wishy-washy, Blipbug, Snom, Azuril, Cricketot, Caterpie, Weedle, Wormpole, and Sunkern are all weaker than Magikarp. And uh, Magikarp is tied with Feebas, Cosmog, and Scatterbug in terms of base stats. <laughs> so Magikarp is weak in the sense that, like, yeah, it doesn't really have any moves that do anything, but it's definitely not the weakest. Yeah. It just takes a while to get a good move. Similar yeah. if you like catch yeah. a metapod and you're like, damn, I have this metapod for eight just levels. Hard. That's why I always catch a Caterpie and evolve it because yep. I'm like, I want my tackle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are plenty, plenty of Pokemon that I would uh, I would choose after. Like, like Magikarp is not the, the last Pokemon I would ever choose. Like there, there are plenty that I don't. On. Yeah, but I mean, if even if you're stuck with a Magikarp forever, you're 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 left with a Magikarp who will never evolve. He at least knows tackle and flail, you know. So he's he's not useless, and um, you know, like Steven said, his base stats are awful, but he's not the the weakest Pokemon out there. And one of the ones he, he, he mentioned was Routes, and I caught Routes, and Routes turns into, you know, Kirlia, then Gardevoir, or Gallade, and I love investing my time into Pokemon like that. Mm-hmm. I love investing my time into the weak Pokemon that become, like, a, a house later. It yep. makes me feel like a a, a a good trainer, like... Yeah, there, there's fulfillment there. Yeah. yeah. That's some dedication. Yeah. I love treating things with love and then burning down the cities. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, um, I read about this online and then we found the person who did it and watched a little video on YouTube. I'm going to have to look up the person's name just so we can plug them. But um, did you guys know that it is possible to beat... Uh, fire red, leaf green, exclusively with a Magikarp. Just I, one. Wait, I'm gonna have ex- to. What's exclusively mean? Just one. The I'm only thing to... is, you don't start the... with a Magikarp. You do. How? Uh, you can hack it. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask you a question, Dave, because I was also looking at J Rose playing, uh, and he got stuck having to go through the Lavender Tower. See, that's with Gen 1. 
you can skip the uh the channelers and uh in gen three so in gen three the only reason you can beat it because magikarp is a water pokemon but only knows normal type moves which is tackle and later flail well of course splash which does nothing but after Gen 3, oh, yeah. they switch struggle, struggle yeah. to be a non-typed move. So what they would have to do is literally get rid of all of their PP and all their moves before Agatha and the Elite Four so that you could push your way through. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I forgot about that that little change that they did to make it so that struggle is untyped so that you can uh, actually... Uh, attack ghosts with it. So does that mean that you don't evolve Magikarp at all in this scenario? Yep, exactly. It's just you know, a priority. yeah. It's just a challenge. I I remember seeing somebody beating uh, Ruby and Sapphire with a Wormpole once, and I I always wanted to do something like that. This guy has done a Ratatat Gen One run, a uh, Sunkern Gen Two run. Sunkern, I, I'm, I just think that Sunkern might be the weakest, honestly. So ma dry ma dry bread. It's M A H dash dry dash bread is the person who did this. Okay, and it is a glass of water. Insane, <laughs> because like I Sarah, we were watching it. Didn't it take him like at one point six hours? Like yeah. It, it was took a like, six. It was a six-hour grind just to get them leveled up enough to be able to go to the and beat Brock's gym, and they had to grind for six hours because they could only utilize struggle to be and level up fighting Metapods, because otherwise things would just like one-hit KO it, and all it had was Splash at the time when it was just really low level. So it had to use all of its forty. PP of splash to be then be able to use struggle. And when you're against a Kakuna or a Metapod, that takes forever. And not only that, but you know, Kakunas and Metapods aren't really the most common um, right. spawn. So it was even just the amount of time spent to go through with those spawns. And then mm-hmm. when you have no PP, you're you, and you don't have enough money in the beginning of the game, you can't, you can only beat two, either one Kakuna or Metapod, like two battles. And that will only give you like 52 uh, experience. experience. So after all that, you only get to fight two of them before having to get rid of all of your PP again. And uh, it doesn't even give center. you a level. Like it's mm-hmm. horrendous. It was like three hours a no level PP. or something. It took them, I think, uh, like six to eight hours just to be able to get to level 15 so they could get tackle. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's got time for that? <laughs> exactly. Internet people. Exactly. I can't even play Diamond and Pearl enough l- right now, let alone specialty games, versions of it. Like, oh, let's see if I can do this. No, I don't know. I'm getting anxious just thinking about accidentally not saving during that and having them evolve (laughs) or something. Like, damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Accident, yeah. And this Magikarp, they had to grind so much with this Magikarp that they had to be at all times like 30 levels above any Pokemon that it was fighting. Yeah. For it to just survive. But did they have the badges to make that work? Like, that's the weird part. Like, 
I guess you, it, Magikarp's dumb and is not going to be able to do anything anyway, so who cares if it doesn't listen? Yeah, in, in this case, uh, I think technically since they hacked it in, they are the original trainer, so it won't, uh, it won't get uh, to the point where it doesn't um, follow your commands. That's only traded Pokemon that do that. Mm. Wait, I thought you had a level no matter... Like you couldn't just bash up to fifty and then go through the first three. If it's if it's a Pokemon that you catch or hatch, uh, it will always obey you. It, it can be any level, um, but it's uh, it's always going to obey you, and it doesn't matter, um, you know, how many badges you have. Only if you're not the original trainer will they start to disobey you. Um, like the Marcells of the game. Yeah, and then even in like the the most recent uh games oh what was that oh i was watching um like i was saying before uh the the speed runs uh the the marathons were happening and uh i was watching the brilliant diamond shining pearl speed run and they actually um trade uh machop for a uh abra named kaza and uh, they use that as their main Pokemon until they uh, catch a Palkia. No, sorry. Named Napster. That was, yeah, that was a Palkia <laughs> named Napster. I think they named it um, a Breadsticks, uh, which I thought was funny. Does that make it faster? <laughs> it makes it unlimited. I, I don't know. It was uh, it, it was just the uh, an incentive, and uh, people thought that breadsticks was a funny name for their palkia. So uh, they had to really route the experience because otherwise the kazaa got to be too high a level and it stopped obeying you. So they still had to use their. They started with um, uh, with uh, the monkey. I forget his name. Chimchar. So they had to, to, to have Chimchar uh, help out in some battles. And it was an interesting route. I really liked it. Takes a village to, to raise. Yeah, to raise a Kazaa. Damn Kazaa. So did y'all know that Magikarp has a song? <laughs> I know. Are you going to sing it for us? Uh, I, I can't sing it's it. It's a very but... long song. Yeah. Do you have the sheet music? I have my saxophone right here. Ooh. I can send you the link. Um, uh, it's got a, a lady singing, and she goes, uh, totally pathetic, unreliable, known throughout the world for being super weak. Maybe in ancient times it was really strong. That's what the rumors, rumors say, but they're probably wrong. <laughs> but now it's so weak, the weakest in the land, so weak it's sad, really, really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a song about how weak Magikarp is, but also about why we love it so much. Yeah. And that, for... yeah, it, it, it's loved so much that, you know, no one's going to eat it. So if it gets caught, it'll get thrown back into the water because it loves Magikarp so much. It yeah, just gets tattoos heart. of it with uh, orchids. Dude, not for nothing. I was looking on the um, Bulbapedia for Magikarp, and there was apparently this game where um, the Magikarp... The would... mobile game? Yeah. Oh, we'll I talk about it. I loved that mobile game. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Okay, but it... 
I didn't know about this mobile game until I was researching, and there are 31 different patterns of Magikarp, and let me tell you something, <clears> those <throat> purple ones are dope. There's actually there's actually 99 now. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. There are 99 different Magikarps in that game. That's pretty dope. I want to get one tattooed. That's 99 They're... too many. So you don't want any Magikarp? This is <laughs> the episode like, you came to be on. They're worthless. <laughs> So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You chose a Pokemon that's completely worthless to be a guest on. No, I so, just think it's interesting because it evolves into this badass. Yeah, that's true. Completely I'm gonna redeems take, itself. I'm going to take a page from your book and remember this uh, when the Clef Key episode comes around. Okay. I might be banned I, from that episode, though. I don't really like Clef Key either. That's why I brought Thank up you. in a way where I wasn't criticizing you for not liking Clef Yes! I don't have a strong opinion understands. like you do, but I, I appreciate your... <laughs> your uh, enthusiasm behind it excellent my one supporter <laughs> uh, i actually do really like when Klefki faints his little key ring breaks open and all of his keys spill out like his guts yeah he's a weak <laughs> fuck. that's why arms fly off basically yeah um oh, what was i gonna say about magikarp oh, um dope and purple <laughs> it's probably dope and purple we said purple, that means drink some gin. Yes. <laughs> the shiny is golden. Yes. It's a very rare. Uh, didn't James buy what he thought was a shiny Magikarp, but then it turned <laughs> it was to be just gold painted? Spray painted, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that was actually my most hated James moment. That was a little sad when they were so mean to that Magikarp. He kicked him. Oh. They couldn't even eat him because he was uh, he was too bony. Which I think you can eat carp. It's like a filter fish, right? You can, um, but I believe that based off of the Pokedex, they're just not really like uh, wanted for their their meat in the Pokemon yeah. universe. Pidgeotto say, will eat them. Pidgeotto will eat them when they jump up high, and that Magikarp is incredibly fertile. So wherever, yeah, like even in the most polluted waters. <laughs> You'll, it's yeah, it's um, no, but I'm thinking of sushi in the, the row on the sushi. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know what you guys are thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no, but like even in the most polluted waters, you'll find Magikarp. So I have to imagine that their meat is not necessarily the most like premium. Yeah. Um, but it is probably a reason why they are so uh abundant. You know, they make comments about like who knows how they were able to survive and it's like well because there's so many of them i kind of like it because it's like um the mechanics of the game kind of build the story of magikarp where like even the pokedex says oh they could be found in any kind of water they could be found in seas lakes rivers and shallow puddles so like literally on a rainy day you could find magikarp in your your lawn like that's how abundant they are they're everywhere but wait a minute wait a minute is a shallow puddle two feet and 11 inches deep though uh, no, no, it'll just be splashing is. around just, yeah, in that puddle. Oh. Is normally shown in a just a tiny little puddle fl- flopping around, which is also True. a reason why he's uh, probably not good eating because, you know, a veal, they're not allowed to walk around. Magikarp's just flopping and using its muscles and it's not tender anymore. Mm. So, so what's funny is that in this Pokemon game, right, you would get this Magikarp and you would train it to jump really, really high. Yep. But if it got too good a Pidgeotto would come and take it away and you would have to start with a new one. Yeah. So, so. 
So the game, which I highly recommend you download, it's All a right, blast. What's this called? It's still out. It's called uh, Pokemon Magikarp Jump, and I don't see why it wouldn't be around still. It's a mobile game, like a iOS and Android. Yeah, I had it on my iPhone. Okay. Like a Pokemon Company Nintendo licensed game. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of this one. Oh, Magikarp Jump! Here we go. So I'm the worst Magic- guest for this episode. Like, damn. <laughs> it came You're out. learning. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here for. We're the yeah, professors. We're gonna teach you. <laughs> oh, in-app purchases. I can't wait to buy my five hundred dollar Magikarp. You don't have to. You, you don't, don't have, have to. to. I never did. Five hundred dollar Magikarp. <laughs> if it's purple, I'm buying it. Yeah, I mean that's a deal then. Mm-hmm. Um. Really briefly, I do want to talk about. Well, let's let's stick with the game, but I want to talk about actual carp and how like they they are like magic carp in so many ways. So magic carp jump. Oh my god! I just scrolled all the way up in my notes. Magic carp <laughs> jump uh, came to smartphones in May of 2017. It's a spinoff game uh, about training a magic carp to jump the highest. Uh, which kind of got its inspiration from the Pokemon Stadium game, yeah. where the jump counter game and even um, the machine that you will train on and they'll have you like your Pokemon jumping meets is modeled after that Pokemon jump counter from Pokemon Stadium. Um, it has a bunch of exclusive Magikarp variants that were never seen again and are quite beautiful. Um, there are tons of different colors and designs, so there may not be 99 unique ones, but for example, they, there were like patches, calico, striped, zebra, masked, saucy, saucy, raindrops, Mm. all different kinds of patterns. And then they were in colors ranging from like blue, white, purple, black, violet, orange, brown, white. And then the final one, like the rarest one, I think was gold. You had to earn, which is like the shiny Magikarp. Um, so as they said, it's uh, simple controls. Let anyone easily raise many generations of Magikarp. Tap the food that appears on screen to feed your Magikarp or have it complete training to exercise its jump power. It's easy to do. And with each generation you raise, the next generation grows even faster. Then you have a pond where you raise them and you get like points so you can buy different ponds and they'll give you different um, updates. So as you're raising your Magikarp, you get to go to these different meets. But when you fulfill a certain amount of things, it will one of two things will happen. It'll evolve into a Gyarados. And when that happens, you have to move on to its next of kin. So you keep building this like a family tree of Magikarp. But if you keep denying it from evolving into a Gyarados on uh, its final match, it'll jump into the sky and a Pidgeotto will just come by and eat it. And oh. they call that forced retirement oh <laughs> in the game. I just started this thing and the, the professor in this game is named Mayor Carp. <laughs> and his one of the first things he's saying is, sure, it's famous for being weak and pathetic and utterly useless. Mm-hmm. Yet it just keeps on jumping. <laughs> So that's um, upside. They jump. <laughs> and, uh, well, they have mad ups. In the Pokedex later ones, they're like, you could jump a mountain. They go from like seven feet to mountain. So 
they get mad ups. Um, the only other thing I want to add, and it's mainly for Sarah, is that one thing you can give your Magikarp are Magikarp biscuits, and they are based on Taiyaki. Oh, sick. Aww. A delicious, delicious treat. Yes. And uh, also, I really liked that game. That was one of the games where I was like, I had to take it off my phone because I was spending too much time with it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a go. I'll play it for a little bit. A lot of games don't hook me because I'm I'm just too interesting. So. <laughs> <laughs> I almost asked what Taiyaki was, but now I remember two days ago that you explicitly explained it to me. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Who knew? For those who don't know, Taiyaki is one of the most delicious desserts that I am horribly addicted to. It's basically custard inside what I describe as like... Um, like a waffle-like cake sandwich. Oh my god! It is traditionally shaped like a fish. Yes, and filled with red bean or custard. Mm. Very good. So good. Very good. I want to so, eat uh, it. So we're gonna do a carp, uh, some carp news, some carp yeah. facts. So this is actually uh, Stephen and uh, my my our our father's favorite Pokemon. Yeah, we have a, a big sentimental reason for loving this Pokemon. Yeah, so uh, my dad is always not, I guess, fully understood the Pokemon allure um, because uh, he is a, a boomer. Um, <laughs> but um, he always loved going fishing, and he actually liked fishing for carp. And uh, they are actually uh, very strong fighters. Um and they're really fun to, to, to go fishing for and, and catch. They can get really, really big and really, really heavy. Um, and they can get pretty uh, attractive, too. There's a, a variant called the, the Mirror Carp that has, like, a couple of, like, uh, patches of very rainbow-like scales. So I always, I always liked Carp, too. And as such, I kind of liked uh, Magic Carp. And uh, something about carp is that they will find their way into uh, different ecosystems. They'll manage to go from one body of water to an uh, to another. If you know there's like excessive rains, they'll find their way into like little streams and go into like different lakes. The puddles it's... in Stephen's front yard. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the things about them they they can live in uh different uh habitats they they don't need clean water to 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 live in they're they're uh, they can travel uh short distances um one of the things that do you remember when they were dredging Pakanak lake oh yeah i think one of the reasons why they were doing that is because they had a lot of carp in that lake and yeah. they killed every single carp in that lake. That was one of their goals, is just to kill all the all the fish. Team Rocket shit. Yeah, right? And uh, that's why they had that giant red Gyarados in the center. <laughs> 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 are, they, are they, like, bad for the ecosystem? So, as far as I remember it, they are uh, bottom feeders. And so they'll kick up the dirt at the bottom of the lake. And that will make the lake appear a brownish color that people don't like. Yeah. And so that was kind of their reasoning for wanting to get rid of the carp specifically. 
so that that was pretty much it. The fact that it made the lake look like murky, murky, and it would make like the bottom feel a little bit slimy. Uh, so that that's one of the reasons why they they did that. And of course, um, my dad didn't like that because he has a strong respect for nature and he really likes uh, fishing. And now he'll never be able to you know fish there. Yeah. But so our dad knows absolutely no Pokemon, but he knows Magikarp because yeah. when we would get Magikarp cards in our decks, we would say, here you go, dad. <laughs> and he would just have a wall of Magikarp cards. And Aww. he says he still has one in his uh, tackle box. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great story. I think it was like Rocket Magikarp. Oh, that's less one. cool, but still cool. <laughs> The... I just love the idea of an evil Magikarp where it can't do shit, but it's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no. Like, I'm splashing around doing nothing for evil. Yeah, it's just the Magikarp from the Rocket set. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I'm I'm looking up one of the cards, Sarah. Don't, don't sue me. I will. I will. As long as you don't know how many there are. I know there's <laughs> one at least now. Yeah. Cheater. Yeah, yeah. He's got 30 HP and he knows uh, Flop. Uh, that does 10 damage, uh, which is not a, uh, a a real move. And the other one is uh, three water energies will give it the attack rapid evolution. Search your deck for Gyarados or Dark Gyarados and put it on Magikarp. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, but that's the one that my, my dad still has. And he, he, uh, he has it uh, displayed proudly. It's his Aww. one and only Pokemon card. Hey, I mean, what better one to have? Yeah. Uh, basically any other Pokemon. <laughs> he's he's held real Magikarp <laughs> in his hands. Uh. Yeah. But I mean, like, for sentimental value. Yeah. He's, like your dad into a 10-foot snake dragon after that? Uh, yeah. But I is your dad going to be like, hey, I still have that card. Why the fuck wasn't a first edition Shadowless Charizard? <laughs> no. He's yeah, pretty he's sure. Gonna... I'm sure he would not want any. He he, he cherishes that uh, first and foremost. Exactly. Koi um, are actually a, a type of carp too, and I've seen pictures of uh, videos of koi during floods, like going out of koi. Um, you know, people keep koi in their little ponds in their backyards, just like moseying on down like a a, a flooded street. <laughs> just a, a bunch <laughs> of koi just just going nuts uh big mall near us american dream mall if you go to the ritzy wing there are koi in the fountains <laughs> which is so upsetting very upsetting we've i think we've talked about this before yeah but it's wild but um i missed that it was called xanadu and they did not make it named xanadu yeah um uh, i think that's uh, most of my he has, we have anything else? Tied for the uh, largest uh, range of levels that you can find him in the wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, is that because he's available in many different regions throughout the game and you can lay levels up? or? So there's a specific area in Platinum. You can go to the resort area. And in Black and White 2, you can go to the Nature Preserve. And you can encounter Magikarp from any level to from 1 to 100. Yeah, oh, so that's pretty specific. No. Yeah. yeah. 
So you can encounter Magikarp from level 1 to 100 naturally in the wild in the games. You can also do that with Gyarados. And, oddly enough, Regigigas. Yeah. Hmm. So, that's weird. Level 1 Regigigas. Yeah. It's, I, I think that one is from platinum as well right that uh you can it's an event i believe so it's an event only pokemon where you have to get all of the reggies into the game and then you encounter it at level one um i guess canonically he has a uh he's been dormant for so long that he's just uh regressed to level one and then in later games he's actually uh level 100 so um something again i forgot uh that i should have brought up up front it's been a while but magikarp is the sixth most popular pokemon of all kanto pokemon uh for the 2021 japanese vote hell yeah so right okay this this vote is wild this vote the japanese vote i love so much because it ranges drastically from the other ones so just so you know, uh, it is six behind Bulbasaur, but in front of Venusaur. Interesting. Which, I yes, very interesting. Um, and then let's see if it made it to the... Oh, it just... It probably would have been around 32, uh, but Gardevoir beat it out in overall. And then the one that the U.S. was also part of. Um, let's see if... I love how it's very close to Gardevoir. Yeah, they're both sexy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, did not Magikarp. make the list in uh, the the twenty twenty one of the full. Well, I have to say, I think that you know Magikarp <laughs> and we'll come to discover to Gyarados are also like kind of based off of Japanese cultural things, mm-hmm. like the takoyaki uh, and. Um, we'll talk about Gyarados as well, but it's like a kind of like a kite almost. So maybe that kind of influences, you know, Japanese audiences to like it more. Well, I'm excited for it because I think that is true because what Sarah said earlier and Dave said earlier, people are voting for Magikarp because it's a delicious snack food. Exactly. Um, But Magikarp has done a lot in Japan as well. So yeah. You know how, like, back in the day, I feel like they don't do this as much anymore now that the internet exists. You would go to a specific place, be it a GameStop or Toys R Us, to mystery gift or uh, use a code to get a special item for a special Pokemon. Um, One of the strangest ones that has ever been given out was in 2013. It wasn't a legendary like you'd normally get. It wasn't a special Pikachu. It wasn't a themed anything. So the Pokemon Center in Nagoya um, was celebrating the fact that they were getting a new building and moving. So they decided that they were giving out level 99 shiny Magikarps to their players, which is wild. So you have the choice if you really want to raise it to a level 100 Magikarp, I mean, Gyarados, or keep it as a Magikarp. Um, But of course, you wouldn't be getting all the moves. You missed learning all the moves. But that didn't matter, because this level 99 shiny Magikarp, new Hydro Pump. Oh, shit. Ooh. A real go-getter. 
and they always use Magikarp to kind of give it a little bit of a, a a kick. The game always wants Magikarp to have a little gimmick or, or you know, just tongue in cheek. Like when Z moves were uh, originally added, what was that X Y Z moves? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Normalium Z, the crystal, gave no, that Pokemon was, uh, Sun and Moon. Oh, that was Sun and Moon. Yeah. Um, moves. Yeah, gave yeah. Pokemon oh, yeah. like Snorlax and other mo- Pokemon these special moves. Um, but oh, if you oh, gave Normalium okay. Z Crystal to uh, your Magikarp, there was a move called Z Splash, um, which still didn't do any damage, but was <laughs> an epic, insane fucking uh, animation. And it also raised Magikarp's attack stat by three stages. Wow. So it made it a somewhat useful uh, move for Magikarp. I love Z-Splash. I, I, I like almost. that. It sounds like you're German and you call it like, <laughs> I love Z-Splash. Or like I French. love Z-Splash. <laughs> yeah, that's um, my favorite Peter Gallagher movie. Too. <laughs> uh, so another thing, we watched... There's a couple different YouTubers that do this where they'll go onto the online battling. Uh, I forget what it's called on, you know, online, you can basically make a team and just free battle anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they do is they make crazy teams. Showdown? Is that showdown? Yeah, I think it's called showdown. And they do that just to beat the people that spam um, legendaries. Legendaries, yeah. So one, basically you'll see a team. I think the team we saw, it was just... Somebody had like it was one Giratina and then all Arceuses. And the guy was like, All right, I'll take you down. And his team was like a Pikachu, a Magikarp, like all these random things, but uses a bunch of different um gimmicks and moves and things to power up Pokemon and pass it back and forth, uses Wonder Guard with Shininja, and was able to pass around the power to a Magikarp and made it their sweeper. Which was crazy because Magikarp could use Splash to take down a Pokemon if you Gigantamax it because it becomes the water version. And then if it had Flail, it could use that as like the normal version. So people will find ways around the basic Magikarp that can't do shit and yeah. turn it into a really fucking, you know, formidable force. Magikarp also has the ability Swift Swim, which makes it fast in rain. Yeah. So that kind of lends it to being at least, I mean, to be a sweeper, you need speed and uh, strength. So that helps with the speed also. Yep. Yep. So I, I thought that was kind of cool that people use the worst in quotes, Pokemon to stand up to the legendaries. Yeah. I I love things like that too. And it gets suggested to me all the time. And you know, I'm going to click that. We've been watching a lot of them. That's some punk rock shit right there. Trying to do the underdog to win, you know, yeah, fight the establishment. I respect that. I respect that. Um, Uh, the, um, Japanese name for magic. I was going to ask you, Steven. Yep, it's a uh, koi king. So Ooh, that was like yeah, pretty on the nose. Uh, koi fish, and it's a uh, king. It's kind of got a little crown almost. Yeah. Um, 
but again also lending to this idea that like it used to be this very strong respectable pokemon but like it's kind of devolved to be uh kind of useless um but then the only other name that was interesting was the german name and the german name for magikarp is carpador uh because carp comes from karpfen which is the german word for carp and uh it's dorsch which is the german word for cod so in <laughs> german magikarp is the carp cod the carp coddy yeah it's a he's a fish boy <laughs> more like the carp god <laughs> i uh i was Big a little bit leave. distracted for a little bit because i looked for sexy magic carp online you looked down <laughs> and there was a magic carp splashing at your feet yeah and that shit is wild i love sexy magic carp oh god yeah <laughs> Uh, now we all get distracted by the uh and so now i'm also on uh the pokemon center and i'm going to buy a magic arp hat <laughs> to wear okay. for every episode Con i just Fisher. love that like all the sexy magic carbs have legs like yeah. <laughs> like fishnet stockings and legs with high heels i'm like wh- like why <laughs> oh my oh, god I love the people who are uh, dressed as uh, mm-hmm. Magikarp. <laughs> All have that <laughs> dumb Magikarp uh, hat, and they look like One Punch Man physique. Yeah, they're and ready then... to take like a big load in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, that's a different Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and then at level 20, uh, as we all know, your hard work pays off. Yay! Ma- <laughs> Magikarp does not is not useless, but instead is the harbinger of all atrocious times. Yeah, goes from the fish Pokemon to the atrocious Pokemon. Goes from uh, two foot eleven inches to twenty one feet. And goes from twenty two pounds to five hundred and twenty pounds. And Peter wasn't joking. It's actually called the atrocious Pokemon. I always hated that, too. I'm just like, come on. I don't like that either. Gyarados isn't atrocious. He's scary, but he's not atrocious. I love how I he still really keeps cool his, uh, his Magikarp whiskers. Mm-hmm. Well, also, funny thing about the whiskers. Um, not a funny thing, but um, they change color based on its gender. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I never notice gender differences unless it's the Pikachu or anything with a horn. If I see that it's small, I'm just like, oh, that's a girl. Girls have small horns. (laughs) That's so funny that you mentioned that because I never noticed them. And the only one I've ever noticed them on was Gyarados. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever did with Gyarados. I mean, it's the same. Did we say Magikarp too? Yeah, Magikarp also has it. Mm -hmm. What's the difference in color? So I believe the the blue whiskers on Gyarados means it's male. Okay. And the white the white uh whiskers on a Magikarp is female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While we're is... here, I will interject because we're on colors and I'm colorblind. Oh. Um, I after listening to this uh, podcast since day one. Uh, every time anything is mentioned shiny, I have no fucking clue what anyone's talking about until <laughs> let's go Eevee. But this is actually Gyarados is the the Pokemon that 
they made apparent that there was a shiny version be so that in in diamond and pearl right that's the right ones anyways peter I, you know I, that's the right I, ones uh second gen gold that's silver. the ones no yeah. no 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 i'm playing it right now diamond and pearl and the new ones this is red gyarados being mentioned red gyarados is the only the first shiny pokemon that i legitimately knew was a shiny pokemon i don't know how many times if ever that i've ever found a shiny pokemon before but did you red find gyarados a legitimate red gyarados in diamond and pearl then well, they may reference it. I remember because I didn't know shinies oh, existed back in the day. Yeah, they'll reference it. But in the second gen, it there is a plot point where you go to battle it. And it is the only Pokemon that really is a, it's a guaranteed plot shiny. Guaranteed Conqueror. shiny. Yeah. Yeah. But they mention it in Diamond and Pearl, too. It's not just gold they, and silver. They yeah, they probably tell, they tell will. Because okay. they've already mentioned it in the 20 minutes I've played of the remake of it. I mean, I've played that in the past too but obviously who knows it's been 20 yeah. years the, the yeah. story goes that um team rocket's really up to some fucked up shit in the second generation and one of the things that they are doing is uh underneath the herb shop in near the lake of rage uh, they have a a machine that's powered by six electrodes um that is broadcasting a frequency into the Lake of Rage that's forcing Magikarp to evolve into Gyarados for their uh, evil plans. We've and, all been there. Yeah. So uh, the champion Lance goes to investigate, and there is a giant, angry red Gyarados in the middle of the Lake of Rage, and it is a fixed encounter, and it is always going to be shiny, and it's the first shiny that anybody... Uh, basically uh, ever runs into. Uh, it's um, the, the thing that kind of announces that that's a mechanic from that generation onward. I just love that they're like, I've heard of a red Gyarados. It's the angriest Gyarados ever. And a dude with a cape who has dragons for a living is just like, yeah, we found him. Go get him, 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the middle of the lake. Oh, I absolutely... I think that's my favorite thing that ever happened in Pokemon is when Lance breaks down uh, the front doors to that herb shop and forces his Charizard to use Hyper Beam on a guy who gets blasted back and collapses in a heap on the ground. That is the most anime bullshit that I've ever seen in a game. And it made me... Uh, both fear and respect Lance. Uh, so the Red Gyarados has become iconic to the series, and of course with shiny Pokemon. And no, unless there's a really good Magikarp card, I mean, this has got to be the card that we post. I'm going to put it up on the camera real quick. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Shining Gyarados. Why is it not? Focused? Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah, a dope yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that card's really cool because it's supposed to be a fisherman or kind of like what the, the player looks like in a little canoe going through the Lake of Rage with the Red Gyarados bursting through. My favorite part's the stars in that card, even. It doesn't even matter that it's red or blue. I just like the design because yeah. it's got all these flashy points in it. And a little little guy in in the thing. Also funny in that game too. Um, they were shining Pokemon. Shiny was something that was um, 
fan dictated basically oh really yeah it was shining was what it was originally supposed to be called and uh yeah later much later when all the fans started calling them shiny that's when it came out so that's why a lot of the early pokemon cards are called like shining gyarados shining magikarp um and then became gold star but yeah shiny was fan made before it was adopted by pokemon company well, that makes I sense because just... I didn't know what it ex- it existed until uh, later, anyways. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's cool to have uh, shiny Pokemon. I'm surprised at how few I've seen over my years, and I've even killed one accidentally. I still regret it to this day. And I just thought of something. Originally, Charizard was a purple color. Yeah, and now he's not. How do you feel about that, Sarah? Um, I feel a type of way about that. I think we touched on that a little bit. We yeah. did. I also learned episode. something. I learned something about you yesterday while talking with your parents on the Fourth of July oh, that shit, you scared. were a big Barney fan. Oh, you know it. That's you why know you your girl also loves, loves purple dinosaurs. Yeah, that's over obvious, here. Dave. She's a purple fan. <laughs> Doesn't That's, matter what it is, it's purple, and she's a, mm-hmm. she's about it. But I I don't know if this is official, but one of the reasons they said they moved away to make Charizard more intense and cool is that uh the color scheme that Charizard had was Barney colors. He had he was purple with green in his wings. I do remember we talked about this in that episode. Yeah. Yeah, maybe totally forgot about it. I was love the Joker. you. You love me. I was going to see how far you kept going. Together and if anyone joined Barney. in, I would have kept going. Peter and took too long. <laughs> baby Bop is a Stegosaurus. No, a Triceratops? Man, she should have gored more people. Um, She's Gyarados the same. Is a, That's a rhino. She's the same as Sarah from The Land Before Time, right? Triceratops. <laughs> there you go. Just like Billy. I, I hear a cat. Triceratops! You do, you do hear a chainsaw. Saber-Duke Tiger! Tyrannosaurus! Uh, so, um, one thing people like to talk about is Gyarados potentially being the final evolution of Dratini and Dragonair. Okay, yeah, that that's more fitting for that evolution line, yes. <laughs> that is a fan theory, but I would like to shatter that because it's not true. Because... Well, it- it's Gyarados not, originally looked nothing like <laughs> Dragonair <laughs> or Dratini. Oh, do you have like a uh, beta? Oh, because he was originally that. supposed to be a. There he is. Oh, wow, that is an abomination. He so was a massive a... eyeless leech. So this is a dramatic recreation of it. Oh, okay, but this is its actual sprite. Not too far off. That is oh horrid. Oh, that will give me nightmares. It's like a tapeworm. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at the coloring and everything, the idea behind it, it has the two um, uh, whiskers hanging from its mouth. It has the segmented body, kind of like the um, the Magikarp. It has the same ring around its mouth, the pink yeah, mouth. It's got a gaping open hole mouth. If you're going with the idea that Gyarados is supposed to be like a Kraken or a Leviathan, like a undersea monster. Then I guess it's a little bit more on the nose, but God, it's horrifying. His gonna, beta we'll name was 
was skull cracking. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like, just yeah. me when I'm doing fighting, guys. They call me I'm skull cracking, cracking skulls because I'm a good fight guy. Hey. But yeah, that that's actually I when they they said that he was originally supposed to be a massive eyeless leech. My my imagination went nowhere with that, and now seeing the the concept, that that's the most terrifying Pokemon I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely, that thing yeah. is so that's horrid. Probably why they switched over to this like noodle dragon that uh, is kind of scary, but not as scary. Yeah. yeah. Also, well, there's also. Oh, were you saying, Stephen? Uh, I was going to talk about the uh, the mythology. Yeah, the legend, the Chinese uh, legend. Only thing I have to say is that they also couldn't really stick to a design from for Gyarados as well. Uh, for the first three gens, he kind of hopped around. Here's another uh, some different looks. Hold on, let me bring. So if you look in between the gens. Originally, Gyarados was pretty kind of chody, shorter, a little segmented. Yeah. Then in the second one, they really elongated him and went into like the dragonish look and made his mm-hmm. segmented body a little bit bigger, but gave him more uh, designs on his different segments. And then the modern Gyarados we know today basically took the coloring of the Gen 2 um, art and the form factor of the original, which is kind of it's, it's interesting how it looks. I think the the second one looks so much more like um, a stretched out Mega Gyarados, mm-hmm. which was yeah. kind of wild. I, uh, I always thought Gyarados was a little bit too thick. I kind of want him to be more serpentine, but but Magikarp's thick. Yeah, He's a big boy right there. Yeah, uh, he had got nothing else but thickness. He's well, a he's a booty clapper, but so on. Well, doesn't he have it's some about thick... damn time? Doesn't he have some thick lore, Stephen? Yeah, Stephen. Uh, a little bit. Uh, so the, one of the things that might be an inspiration for Magikarp evolving into Gyarados, the um, you know dragon type Pokemon. Uh, not that he is dragon type; he's water flying, but he resembles a dragon. <laughs> I always hated that too. Yeah. Um, But there is a legend that uh, if a carp leaps over the dragon gate, then that carp would uh, become a dragon. And since Magikarp is a fish that, you know, jumps into the air and jumps high into the air, uh, real carp do also uh, jump very high into the air, about eight feet. What? Um, Yeah. So these uh if if these carps swam to the dragon's gate and they hopped over the dragon's gate then they would end up becoming a uh, dragon and the legend is supposed to be an allegory uh for you know uh you needing to apply drive and uh effort to overcome obstacles and being rewarded with this you know prize so again this idea of like well if you raise magikarp and you get him to this you know you really overcome then eventually he'll turn into this awesome crazy thing it's about drive Um, it's about power yeah it stays hungry it's about ours yeah the rock (laughs) um sorry no it's totally fine it's it's absolutely fitting um 
but the uh, Gyarados's design kind of based off of like a Chinese dragon because the uh, Dragon's Gate is supposed to um, be in China. There are a lot of places, a lot of waterfalls in China that claim to be the location of the Dragon Gate and um, may also be uh, a reference to the Koi Nabori which is a carp-shaped windsock that's usually flown in Japan on Children's Day. Um, so that kind of, like, for me at least, when I saw Gyarados, I, it always looked kind of, like, boxy mm-hmm. um, and hollow. And that's because it's kind of modeled after a kite, which, you know, a that's windsock, awesome. which is very hollow. So, And I guess that, that mean, makes more sense with the flying type, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just real quick, the, uh, Japanese name is a little, uh, little intense. Um, so what was interesting to me is that Gyarados in Japanese is the same as the English name. So this is one of the first times I've seen where Japanese and English name are exactly the same. Um, but the Japanese name, uh, comes from Gyak, uh, Gyaksatu which means massacre. Uh, The gya might also come from gyakyo, which is adversity, or uh, gyakuten, which is uh, like a reversal or like a change. And then the uh, arasu means to lay waste. Uh, And then odosu means to threaten or intimidate. So you have gya, arasu, odosu, uh, and that together gives you massacre, lay waste, and intimidate. Hmm. Well, that's Holy fitting for its shit. ability, intimidate. Yeah. Uh, and then the French name is uh, Leviator after the Leviathan. So Slash vibrator. Because it's long. <laughs> yes. Damn, this and... dude is intense. Just so intense. Just nothing but destruction, mm-hmm. killing, murdering, burning. Uh, he's like Trogdor. Here's the thing, though, like <laughs> with one with just he's got an extra good old arm on there. <laughs> but like, can you can you blame it though? Because look at all the shit it took as a magic card. Yeah, this Pokemon's pathetic. It's worthless. It's weak. It's an imbecile. And it's like, yo, I got picked on in middle school, right? And now I grew up to be like this badass. It's this short, swole Jersey dude, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? I can't. What a glow up, though. Imagine I mean, going from the name Magikarp to Gyarados. Yeah, like, Magikarp is, is magic and carp. The other one is Gyarados just like murder your family. Massacre, destroy, intimidate. Here at Daycare Dittos, we don't condone. If, if you're being made fun of, uh, do not, under any circumstances, hit level 20 and destroy cities. Uh, <laughs> do not rage for a month at a, to- at a time. Yeah, do not raise entire villages with your white hot beams. Do not be called <laughs> by uh, people uh, of ancient times as the deity of destruction uh, mm-hmm. or the harbinger of end times. Um, please, when you mega evolve, uh, do not let your brain lose all other functions besides the order to destroy. <laughs> um, uh, you 
deserve happiness and sometimes true happiness is letting the past go is all i'm saying yes peter <sighs> i agree with yes. that peter I, I especially as a personal level i think we both are on that page yeah yeah and then but not know, only that you're gonna have such a weakness to lightning attacks there's so definitely that there's <laughs> there is joy in getting a revenge body and using a hyper beam every now and then i won't i won't <laughs> say no to that the revenge well, so as I use body. a vibrator doesn't mean that uh, electricity is bad, Dave. Okay, come on, jeez. <laughs> yeah, but well, just be careful I've... if it's a thunderstorm and your vibrator we're, we're is tall and about... metal. <laughs> Maybe I need that little electric shock to the taint. Okay, <laughs> your your uh, your uh, what's it called? Your um. Oh my god! I no, I can't think of the word. The uh, the fl- I, I was gonna say uh, we can call your fleshlight the uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get but it. I forgot. I get it. Like Frankenstein, because you wanted it to get hit by lightning. You wanted it. G I E N. I got you. Ed, Ed Frankenstein. Ed Gain. And you'd be For like, those? no, this is actually Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> I, made a lamp, I made a lampshade out of vagina lips. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Ed Gain? Come on, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we there we go. Man. I don't get most you of those You can cut that part out, Dave, if you need, by the way. Uh, well, that's what Ed Gein would do. And then he would turn <laughs> oh, it into a... Oh, keep it now. Keep it now. That's perfect. Yeah. You... Full circle. Full circle. To loop at this all back to Pokemon, what we're trying to say is uh, Gyarados is a water flying type, which makes him <laughs> four times weak to lightning attacks. So basically any lightning attack will take him from uh, full health to dead. But so also... if, you're ever, if you're ever worried when facing a Gyarados, always keep an electric type in your back pocket. Or as, uh, as Cody's doing his, uh, his butt pocket. My vibrator, yeah. <laughs> um... The thing that sucks about Gyarados is that it doesn't really get the perks of the flying type. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't really Gyarados get that many good water moves either. It's a weird. It's it's badass, but it doesn't get the full yeah. badassery that it should deserve. You know, originally when water was just a special, um, uh, like all water type moves were uh, under special attack, and Gyarados is of course a uh, stronger with physical attacks that was the case but it eventually uh that's uh physical special split gave it like moves such as waterfall um but yeah for flying i mean you can bounce i guess if you're in double battles you can uh you can earthquake uh, with your your partner and uh be unaffected by earthquake that's a that's a plus uh yeah what 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 uh, what attacks does it have? Um, um, in the end, I think aerial ace maybe. I don't even know if it gets aerial ace. It might. It has to. But I know it's it's like big ones early on. It's like whirlwind, which is just gonna change the party and bounce. We're like the two big. It's not great. Like you're not gonna get a uh, brave bird or yeah anything really but what does what's gyarados's competitive set look like i'm i'm looking that up 
Uh, I thought it was wild that Gyarados uh, apparently appears at uh, world conflicts. It says that Gyarados will appear wherever there is a world conflict. So it's causing these issues. Causing or maybe ending them. Just being like Gyarados is the one who took away the women's rights? I was just going to say, they abolish <laughs> Roe versus Wade, and then Gyarados is just start flocking. It changes my whole perspective just... on this episode, knowing that now. Yeah. Um, and then also, I kind of felt it was weird that uh, they blame Gyarados's uh, anger on his brain cells <laughs> undergoing a transformation. Like, they're like, uh, no, yeah, no, his brain just, uh, when it evolved, it got all messed up. <laughs> I mean, I've watched a lot of wrestling documentaries on Vice, and CTE kind of <laughs> does the same thing. Yeah, Rest after that peace. Magikarp gets hit on the head enough times, it just goes full anger mode. Rest in peace, Chris Benoit's family. Yeah, then you're up. just in <laughs> rage for four turns in a row, right? Yeah. No, but seriously, look, CTE, holy fucking shit, man. Take care of your head. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Scared. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that a lot of uh, people in sports make way too much money, but pay football players all the money that they deserve because they they only got a couple of years after mm-hmm. after they're pro to even use it. So Yeah, those low-impact sports, man, they're not even as badass as Pokemon battling. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Or Pokemon I- fucking... Yeah. Hockey too. Hockey. They can get the hockey can what? get the, the the money too. They get, why are they you hit saying what? That was a nice transition into the fuck game. Oh no! Oh, I think we still. We're not, oh yeah. I'm just no, kidding. We, we still have some more yet. stuff. Do you Megas, guys know that? Yeah, we've got excruciating uh, paid to talk about. Do you guys know about how uh, that um, the champion from every single Pokemon game usually carries with them the strongest Pokemon available in the area, and. Um, in that case, the first three gens, all of the champions have a Gyarados. Yeah, apparently Gyarados is the most commonly used Pokemon in like boss Pokemon boss battles yeah. over all the generations. I mean, he's badass because I, I, I picked a badass episode to be part of. Yeah, the first two thirds were less badass. You said, can I be on Magikarp? And we were like, yes. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Uh, we, we've been begging people to be on this one. Please, please, please. We'll be. Uh, so with this, so you're in the same wheelhouse as um, Blue. Who has one? Uh, yeah. And then Lance, Lance. has one. And Misty. then uh, it is who? Oh, who is the Hoenn? Then Wallace has one. Um, and then after that, with if you're going gym leaders, there's Misty, Claire, and Crasher Wake. And then for villains, there's Cyrus and Lissandre have have a Gyarados as well. How shitty is it to have like a Gyarados that you have to battle against Misty as the second gym leader, but it takes you three gyms to even get a fucking Gyarados? Not with that attitude. Come on, man. There's a lot yeah. of Caterpies out there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick them up the first time either. Yeah. yeah. Go hunting for Pikachus. That's that's right. Pikachu will get you through, Misty. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another thing that I... We just need to find this and listen to it. 
the radio drama The Birth of Mewtwo, which came out before. Oh, we do the, need to. We need to find that. It's yeah. uh, for people who don't know. We've discussed it before. There was a radio drama that came out in Japan before. Um, Pokemon the first movie that explains the hunt for Mew and how Mewtwo was born. Um, and some of the main characters um, are Team Rocket and different explorers from back in the day. One of them being Jesse's mother, who, uh, spoiler, they all find their uh, fates in the jungle and die. And apparently in that radio drama, there contains an audio footage, audio footage, they call it. That's weird. There's audio of a Gyarados discovery by a female researcher that ends disturbingly, they say. So it's just like, you know, Pokemon murdering yeah. people in audio. But Pokemon really does love found footage. Yeah. They, they really went into that with uh, uh, Legends uh, Arceus, too. Yeah. The more I think about it, it's going to be really hard for us to do that because I don't think they make subtitles for audio like <laughs> books well you can learn we japanese with this week's sponsor uh babble fish plenty of the what's the what's this the... episode sponsored by circle square and, uh, <laughs> make your website with circle square purple gin brought Taste to you by rainbow. by muzzy this fiend lash won't be yes oh, no, that's Garrett. french they're speaking <laughs> yeah Gyarados! Ah! Yes, that lady's being killed by a Gyarados in Japanese. They're atrocious. Um, I, I, we were talking about how Gyarados gets gets drawn to uh, catastrophes. Do you think that's like a shark being attracted to the scent of blood? No, I think it's like an observer. Like the Gyarados is just he just likes monster that has list that has lived for decades and centuries. And, uh, you know, they're just an observer of all this weird stuff. He just kind of doing it for Jesus, you know, he kind of just watches (laughs) as the the, as 9-11 happens and he just is into that. Yeah, I thought about bringing up the 9-11 joke earlier, but I didn't uh, find a good one. Can you imagine 9-11 happening and you look to, like, the Hudson River and there's just a Gyarados like, oh, shit! Red Gyarados. Yeah, it's got, like, popcorn, like, extra butter. It's like, oh, okay. We all know that Uh, 9-11 was was done by book about how to fly a Boeing 747. (laughs) I, fun fact that I remember, I actually popped out my Game Boy and started playing Pokemon again on 9-11. I I don't know why I didn't think of this. It was so depressing, and we were so close, and things were weird that even Nickelodeon had... uh, Yeah, no no channels were You could not escape it on TV, and it was the Mm -hmm. weirdest day of school being that close and there was bomb th- it was a nightmare but could literally see it out my classroom window yeah. the only th- wow. way to really yeah. escape it was uh something off the grid that wasn't live i mean there's no internet then so what better than uh getting some triple a batteries popping them into your well, i think there was internet but not the internet we know now but yes continue yeah well i didn't you know at home my internet was shit uh so yeah i we just popped out game boys and that's what we did I don't know. So why it's I just easier nowadays, that. though. Like, also, Sarah's talking about how she never gets to have experience share in this new game, but also <laughs> like, uh, well, she's got a fiance that can put a backlight into her Game Boy Color too. Like, damn, I'm sure she could do it too at this point. But 
that that's a that's a privilege that we didn't have back in the day either. Yeah. I had to used to look at with the car headlights behind me how to play. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you used to, have to go Sarah, to the actually, catalog. You started on <laughs> X and Y, which is when the experience share first made its reappearance. So mm, that was yeah. So that was I very really interesting. Knew. I never really knew life of Pokemon before experience share. There's so many things that I'm learning from this podcast that I actually don't integrate into the actual podcasts too. Like, you know, how they've made changes to like so many things that I didn't even know were changed at this point. And I don't even recall what some of them were right now. Just so many of the mechanics have just subtly changed and I've just been playing the games all wrong. So now I'm uh, I'm smarter. Well, I think that's a good aspect of this podcast is that uh, Sarah is now just finally doing the original games, but she has a different perspective of it, and it gives you know a whole different view of Pokemon as opposed to three dudes that were third to fifth grade, sixth grade playing it when it first came out. You know. And that not only true. that, but Sarah's experience, too, with, like, X and Y in the early things and getting, like, like us getting a, a, a full dex in the early games is very different than getting a full dex now because it just gets mm-hmm. harder oh, and yeah. harder and stacks up. Well, that was the thing years. is I had that one game that was stolen and I'm like, I'm never doing another oh. dex ever because I got 48, 148. And I'm like, no, I'm never going to get 300. No. no. Oh, you know what I found out the other day that 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 like totally blew my mind. In the second generation, when they introduced the steel type, there were a ton of things that weren't very effective against steel, and one of them was dark. And I just thought that for the rest of my life. But in in generation six, dark is no longer not very effective against steel. What blew my mind? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Damn, Pokemon yeah, was too strong. Bringing it yeah. back to 9-11, what melt? <laughs> <laughs> Not dark, apparently. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Sorry, that transition made me move my head back so fast that my headphones <laughs> burst out of my head. I was did not expect that. That's what I that. live for. <laughs> That's what I live for. Oh, my God. What can take down uh, steel, you ask? Uh, fighting fire or ground type moves, of course. And jet fuel. Mega Gyarados is <laughs> Mega Gyarados is smaller than Gyarados to be more fish. Yeah, but he's chodier. He's heavier, isn't he? Uh, so I'll just take this minute while there's uh, no one talking to uh, say that. Dave used to call me Chody back in the day. And every time Sarah <laughs> says it, I'm like, she's going to, Dave's going to know. No, you never oh. do. You never do. But I just figured at some point in this podcast, uh, I should be the one to say Chody is a word that has existed for a long time in the, I, this, this circle. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to call you Chody, but I know I was you being, weren't, I'm being that's why I brought it up. You're the guest. But every time Sarah brings it up every episode, I'm like, Dave's <laughs> going to bring up my name, and you never do, and I appreciate it. So now yeah. I'm bringing it up for myself, you know? Do I say Chode I'm that much? It. You say Chody all the time. <laughs> no, you don't say Chode. You say Chody, Chody. all the time. Every yeah. episode, there's a Chody <laughs> reference. We're going to replace the oh, word man. Chody with Chode-like from now on. <laughs> we are very sorry. 
chodish. No, I'm okay that with Pokemon either. is a whatever, chode. Whatever you guys feel. Now, after this point, everyone's <laughs> going to think of the guy in the Magikarp Hawaiian shirt. But, uh... um, so, Co- Cody, is, is it is it better to say chode-like or chodish? Ooh, I like, I like Chody. Chody. Chody sounds more like my own name, so I'm all I'm all about that. Okay. I just think it's funny. Oh, right. Thank you, That's thank all. you for your blessing, Chody Freedom. And it's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... uh, that's nice. Um, so yeah, Mega Carados. <laughs> is... TMI, TMI, TMI. Mega Carados. Sarah's is like, the stop same talking size. about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you look at Mer- uh, Mega Gyarados, you can now think about Cody's uh, Chody. My Gyarados. <laughs> oh, that's so good. He I'm actually... a grower, not a shower. I go from Magikarp to Gyarados. <laughs> there you go. Um, he's actually he gains Sorry, dark. <laughs> Maybe if you stop he rubbing gains... on it, you wouldn't be Mega Penisaur. <laughs> He gains the dark type, and that overwrites his flying type, which makes him a stronger attacker. And yeah, his brain cells completely deteriorate to the point where he only wants and only craves destruction. Yikes. That's not a chode I want to fuck with. <laughs> I mean, that does sound like 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to hate me after this. <laughs> They're like, he likes ska music and is making that. <laughs> he truly is stuck in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, Seeking was the 9 11 episode. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Seeking and Gyarados are uh, conspirators. Yeah. I, I think that's it. <laughs> Oh, he he can uh, jump very long distances on uh, by sea or by land. So uh, I, I I guess that means that Gyarados. I always wonder how Pokemon, uh, specifically it, what look like waterbound Pokemon, battle on land. And in this case, they say that Gyarados is very mobile, also on land. So that's mm-hmm. that's interesting to note as well. The only other thing I have is that Gyarados um, is sometimes looked to be a counterpart of Melodic since they both evolved from mm, pathetic fish Pokemon. (laughs) They um, likely uh, follow some lore that they appear in times of conflict like uh, 9-11. Gyarados loves to destroy, but Melodic likes to be calm. Uh, And both have base stat totals of 540. And the only difference being the distribution of their attack, special attack, and special de- defense stats. So, be be the melodic you want in the world. Yeah. Melodic is cool. You got to know when to be a Gyarados, and you got to know when to be a melotic, melodic. Melo- I say melotic also, but yeah. every time I say it, people make fun of me. So I was like, all right, let me be professional in this po- podcast and say it melodic like everyone else. But fuck yeah. it, I'm a melotic. Melotic. Um, I actually need to look up how to get a Milotic nowadays because they're not poffins anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot about poffins. Yeah, you used to have to feed your feebass poffins. Mm, I think it's like friendship or something like that, or love, or I don't know, you one gotta, of those weird things. You gotta kiss your fish. Looks like Dratini. I thought you were talking about the cow one, Milotank. <laughs> 
You no. need to trade the fee bass whilst holding a prism scale. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's so weird how like that kind of changed over the years because Yeah. Yeah, uh, Feebas was my proudest Pokemon moment because way back in the day, um, Feebas only appeared on six water tiles on one large route in your entire game. And uh, you had to basically just s search tile by tile and hope you didn't skip it accidentally. Oh, man. Ugh. That would drive me nuts. Yeah, Feebas just anyway. looks like the emo version of Magikarp. Like yeah, you listen totally. to too much My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Is there like such a thing on. as a too much? There's not too much. My Chemical. You definitely, <gasps> Guess... you definitely have that swoopy emo and crossing one eye and then eyeliner on the other eye hair thing. Sarah, look up Feebas and tell me what uh, shiny Feebas looks like. Oh, tell me it's purple. Oh, it's purple. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay. It just looks sick to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. He's got the SLs. Yeah. Oh, it's so purple. Yeah, it's very that. purple. It's a That's very what, nice purple. I was thinking the same thing earlier about that picture Dave showed about the the Gyarados uh, or Magikarp. One of those things. I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's some DSLs. Although I don't want those, those uh, leech suckers on there at all either. But the lips look good. Anyways, uh, we, <laughs> I, we close to done. I'm, I keep oh, you gonna feeling fuck? like you I'm gonna digging fuck? myself yeah. in the grave. I'm so who are you going to fuck is uh, we got some audio from from Jody uh, playing the saxophone. Uh, thank you for that. That'll be playing in the background. We're playing who are you going to oh, fuck this time. We got I did, that now? Uh, spooky snakes. We got spooky snakes now. So this is the game. Who are you going to fuck? Uh, I will list a grouping of Pokemon. They will have something in common, but you will tell me the one that if the Pokemon we're discussing that day were to be in the daycare with it, would not produce an egg. We're looking for the one that will not be able to produce an egg. And we are going with a snakes. So, because uh, Gyarados is just like a big snake dragon. So that's just what I did. So, who are you going to fuck? Which one cannot produce an egg? Snivy. Arbok. Dragonair, Saviper, Ursilocobra. Well, that's so many. Hold on. They all sound the same. Yeah, can you say them again? You want me to cut? You want me to cut them down? Two. I can no, do no. four. Okay, yeah, let's do four. Four. All right. Snivy, Arbok, Dragonair, Saviper. I'm going to say Snivy. Okay. I guess I'll say Arbok just because back then there was no fucking. Uh, that might not be true later on, but that's what I'm going with. What was the last choice? Saviper. Snivy. Saviper. It was Snivy, gonna... Arbok, Dragonair, Saviper. I'm guessing Saviper. And I was going to guess the Dragonair. And the winner is Sarah. Yay! Yeah, that's so, a grass type starter. I didn't think that that was either water or dragon, right? 
So yeah, this is a water two dragon type. Weirdly, non-dragon Pokemon show up on the dragon type, like Arbok is on the oh, dragon really? type, Savipers on the dragon type, Silicobra is on the dragon type, um, even what? Charizard. Charizard is in the dragon type, which is interesting. Yeah, but Charizard so. is, I think, the most dragon-like out of any of course, of them. yeah. But to not and be a dragon. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that yeah. um, Gyarados is used in breeding to get the uh, dragon dance egg move on a lot of things, so... Hmm. I was just trying to think. And I kind of knew that he could with uh, Arbok. And then since Snivy kind of was like, I thought that might be like your 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 secret curveball. Then I had to go with Survivor. Gotcha. Like, while we're here, I'll say I never really got into uh, eggs necessarily. I never got that the, the breeding aspects, so... It's complicated. There's a lot of there's a lot of algorithms and science behind it, and I never really wanted to because I kind of like the idea of just catching what comes your way and having to deal with um, whatever nature they have, whatever IVs they have. That's just the way the cookie crumbles so yeah like i've learned a lot more about ivs and natures of course from this podcast and other things but uh this doesn't mean i still know what to look for like it's all yeah that doesn't mean that i'm going to go out there with an alkazam that's a brave nature or an adamant nature i'm not that crazy yeah i'll look and if it's a really bad nature i'll be like oh buddy you could hang out with my friends (laughs) let's keep looking (laughs) release in the box (laughs) I was actually catching Eevees because uh, f- I wanted to make a Glaceon, and uh, I caught two Eevees, and they were both adamant nature, and Glaceon's a special attacker, and I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm not having a Glaceon. You two Eevees have fun in your box together. <laughs> that sounds well, really creepy. Card, <laughs> card game. Card game, card game. All right, how many Magic Carp? Do you think appear Magikarp cards? Do you think appear in the TCG? Twenty six. Okay. I will say twenty eight. Twenty two. Thirty two. Well, our very special guest is the winner. Yay! Because there Fuck are yeah. twenty nine. Magikarp cards. That's a lot of cards. Wait, is this like going over? Is this Price is Right rules? Dave said 32. That was closer, but... No, you said 28. Did you not? Oh, did I? I thought... Oh, yeah. We're going by whatever number is is the closest. (laughs) And you won. Whoever Sarah says wins. Yeah. Yeah, Cody wins. I'll take it. I take it. My dad has every card. He has every single one. No, no, probably, definitely not. That would be probably so cool has, if he did. Like twenty of the same exact magic <laughs> card. He's got he's got base set and uh, he's got rocket. That's it. Uh, we gotta complete his collection. We he's could. got gem I'm mint sure ten, first edition, shadowless, graded. None of us care about those cards, so we can easily give them over. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I gonna say about that? 
Um, that's gonna be crazy to, to guess what Gyarados is then, huh? Yeah. Is since... he more or less popular than Magikarp? I don't know, you tell me, Peter. What do you think? Yeah, no spoilers, dude. You gotta guess. You said it was 29 for Magikarp? Yeah. I'm gonna guess 29 for Gyarados. Okay. I always like going first. Okay, well, I'll say, uh, 28 again. Okay. 26. Damn. 27. Um, so I forgot who had the highest number, but y'all really lowballed Gyarados because this motherfucker's on 36 cards. Oh, nice. I yeah. almost had a feeling that he would be on more than there were Magikarp cards. Well, there, yeah, are, some magic there are Magikarp cards that don't even have a Gyarados. Like the team like up cards. Yeah. Like, there are Magikarp team-ups with no Gyarados. Well, it's a team-up of Whale Lord and uh, Magikarp. I highly recommend you look them up. The best That's one so is a Whale Lord firing a Magikarp out of its blowhole. <laughs> very good. <laughs> They're very cute cards. I hear yeah. them typing. There's like Even a bunch of Whatever this first thing I showed up, was dope with the magic cart, but yeah, the whale lord one's dope as well. Pokemon yeah. cards are so clever and cute nowadays. I went and I bought some cards, and I am just so pleased with how beautiful the art is on cards mm -hmm. nowadays. Yeah, I haven't gotten any full art cards recently, which I'm upset about because those are really cool. Well, if any of you want some donations, Dave and I have way too many Pokemon cards that we know yeah. we don't know what to do with. So if yeah. anyone out there, any of our listeners would like some donated um, cards, please let us know. Yeah, if anybody... all the cards I've been buying They're for the all... last year will be donated to Sarah and Dave for donating. No. So uh, no, 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 no. All hit them up. Hit them up. Yeah. All the cards we have are uh, uh, useless. Well, you guys <laughs> like can the... pick and choose out of the cards I send you guys, but I just pick them up because I like you guys and I don't really care about the cards anymore. Yeah, it's fun. I always love like opening up cards and seeing what we get, but then it's kind of like storing them has become so cumbersome um, that I don't know what to do with. But if anyone has suggestions for where we can donate some for those who would love uh, some, some Pokemon cards and uh, art appreciation in their life, please let us know. We got to look into like a children's hospital too, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Well, that has been another episode of Daycare Dittos, Chody Freedom. Thank you for choding along with us uh, and children it up. I just loved that you were here and you were wider than you were long. And <laughs> see, I asked like... for this. I asked for it. I literally asked for it. So there are tons of things that you can plug here. Um, especially if they're wide. Uh, no, but um, you play in multiple uh, different musical groups. Would you like to um, yeah, let people know where they that can I'm find in, you? In, one band I'm in is very chody in the sense that there's 10 people in the band. Uh, the Hemp Steadies, and then another band's called The Simulators, and then I also play in a rock and roll band called Peasant. But you guys nice. can uh, find me on this next episode that you're listening to right now of daycare dittos and uh we will tag your bands and everything of course and you'll be able to follow cody there but yeah me uh, i'm two underscore oh underscore three don't follow my bands follow me i'm cool yeah that's right 
I mean, he's the real star power. Uh, he's you like want to see me lifts. post stories about daycare dittos? Follow me. Yeah. <laughs> and like we say at the end of every Magic Carp episode, may you splash your way to greatness. Good night. Carp, 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 carp. Amen. <laughs>